how do you know what I see? I see a, a circle that says CEO in the middle. Which means corporation. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I was I'm here say, from the corporation, corporation. I was, <laughs> I was going to say that um, it was Corey Peak, but then I realized that uh, Peak doesn't start with O. So maybe oh, yeah. it's Corey Orr. Or maybe it's Corey Co. That's his new Cor- company. Oh, Corico, yeah. Dude, that would be an awesome gas station. <laughs> have you ever thought about opening up a Sass Baloney gas station, Corey? <laughs> yes, I have, actually. Is it called Gas Baloney? Gas Baloney. There you go. It writes itself. That was going to be... Um, that, that, I bet that place would have great coffee, especially mm. if uh, yeah. Molly was employed there. Ooh, uh, this is coming together. Sure would. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, folks, ladies and gentlemen out there, and um, you guys uh, are listening to the Accelerative Thrust podcast. And you know what I? You know what I just remembered? Uh, hmm. We forgot to do. We completely forgot to introduce ourselves last week, Eric. Oh shoot. <laughs> it was such How a will they ever know? Or forgive us. <laughs> like, they're really going to come after us for that one. Well, We're they can't... won't be able to find us because they won't know it was us. So, Oh, that's true. I forgot. We used yeah. our doppelgangers last week, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. That's Do- what. Doppel-Dan. <laughs> Doppel-Dan. Eric, Eric Ganger. Doppel-Dan and Eric Ganger. Every day, not every day, because we don't do this thing every day, but every week we come up with titles mm. that just could totally replace the accelerative thrust, and that's definitely one of them right there. <laughs> Eric, you're a good title maker. Oh, thanks. Yes. <laughs> you're very I, well- I should have said something witty there, but I didn't. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know who Corey Peak is, He's a really swell guy. He's been a friend of mine for a long time. Um, He is the um, CEO of the the Sass Baloney Corporation, Um, Sass Baloney Records. uh, They've put out some wonderful, uh, amazing uh, tapes and seven inches and CDs and vinyls over the years. Um, And they dabble in a lot of different genres from the... um, uh, you know, metal, grindcore, punk, hip hop, electronic music. Um, I guess I should just say, uh, he because it's Sass Baloney. Pretty much is just you, isn't it, Corey? Yeah, pretty much. So it's pretty much just Corey, and he does he does he does all this stuff by himself, ladies and gentlemen. And it's, I mean, he's been doing it since high school. Um, and what year did you start Sass Baloney, Corey? Uh- 2005, I put out the first record. Okay, so 2005 was when he put out the first record, but it was kind of a a concept before that, right? Yeah, prior to that, like my cousin Ben and I uh, just did kind of a little recording project on the computer or whatever, uh, doing super short songs, and we did like two little demos called Sass Baloney. So uh, that's where the name started, and then it just carried over to the label when that started. Didn't you also do a zine? If I, uh, I started to kind of do one, but I, I don't think I ever really got it out. But I definitely was like assembling pages and stuff like that and uh, kind of making one. But I, I don't think I ever really materialized to the point that I originally envisioned or whatever. But yeah, yeah that's for sure. 
Cool. And uh, he's um, currently the bass player in Closet Witch, as well as putting out um, music of his own. Um, are we allowed to talk about that new track, Corey? Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, so Corey uh, is going to be putting out uh, a new track called Chances of Rain, uh, which Eric and I both uh, previewed. When's, uh, now, that's coming out on a compilation, correct? Yeah. Um, Kane Edwards is putting that out and putting it together. Um, I know the deadline for it is pretty soon, so I'm not sure exactly when it's going to come out, but uh, I believe it's uh, to benefit some sort of domestic abuse shelter. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, sort. I just realized that's what you were talking about. Cool, I didn't realize that's what it was for. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, that's what that there should about. be some really good stuff on that. I, yeah. I know that Kane put out the word for people to submit things. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I'm sure, it'll, I'm sure it'll have some good good stuff on it. Well, that, that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, um, when you got, I will I will say this: uh, when everybody gets a chance to hear this uh, track, uh, it's pretty good, right, Corey? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty good. Uh, I, I uh, the reason why I uh, I say that, Eric, I didn't tell you this, but. Uh, I accidentally, when I texted you to see if you listened to the track yet, I accidentally yeah. tested, texted Corey first. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I like, and then I texted him back. I was like, that was supposed to be for Eric, LOL. I'm trying to remember uh, what you said. Well, I said, um, you should look. Oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty it's good. really <laughs> different for him. It's really <laughs> different for him, which it is. It's because it, it totally, like, I, I also texted you previously yeah. to that, Corey, and mentioned that. I was kind of getting some Hendrix vibes from it in a weird sort of way, just from the guitar. My that's, text back to Dan, sorry to interrupt, was that's one of the best fucking songs I've ever heard in my life. So, you know. Yes, there you go. Pretty, his pretty good pales in comparison. So, <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, Eric uh, just totally just uh, defeated me there. Um, but... Uh, Anyway, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, okay. So I just wanted yeah. to like, let you know that. Let you know, my one of my many mistakes <laughs> that, I always, that I always make. But anyway, it's a great killer track, and it's going yeah. to be on this uh, compilation. And uh, for, uh, he also has uh, released, um, I mean, several albums, both under the name The Peaks, as well as Corey Peak, most recently... Trapped Soul, which um, uh, both, uh, that's the one that we reviewed, wasn't it? We did review it, yeah. Okay, that was the one, and oh man, uh, we both and loved I that. And I also loved the love tape as well. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, there that was... All the kind words in the review as well, guys, thank you so much. Oh, so absolutely. Oh, but yeah, also, was... I'll point out uh, on that track that I sent you, that is a sample, that guitar and uh, drum oh. sound, so that I can't take credit for that beautiful guitar tone. Oh, so that, so were you actually playing that? Not the guitar or the, or, no, no. No nice. kidding. Oh that's my cool. gosh. Dude, that's amazing. Uh, that's amazing, Corey, because I literally thought that that was just like guitar and drums. Like, you made me think that that was a real band. That's awesome. Well, I mean, Which... it was. I just took it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I thought that that was like maybe like, uh, and maybe I'm, dumb for not knowing what that sample is. is it a very oh, no. common sample okay no it's a pretty uh 
I don't know, just random track. I don't know how popular it is in the grand scheme of things or anything. I just kind of randomly stumbled upon it. I actually thought it was an older track when I did go to sample it for this compilation, and I was kind of like disappointed at first because I usually try not to make or use too contemporary of samples and Mm -hmm. too blatant of a context. I try to use like older stuff or whatever um, for the most part. Sure. Oh, hello. Sorry, something just went weird with my sound for a sec. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a, that happens here all the time. Um, what I was getting at was, uh, anyway, yeah, that track is by a, uh, an artist called Bobby Oroza, I believe, who's like a Finnish, like modern soul artist. And I think that track came out in like 2018 or something that that sampled from. Cool. So that was a new, uh, a, a fairly new song. Newer, yeah. Okay. See, now I, I, I just thought that maybe because... I'm assuming that you, the the drums are live drums that you're sampling too, right? Well, the both the drum and the guitar sound are part of the same track, but uh, okay. So okay, so yeah, I thought that it might have just been like because I I know that you um and uh you and Closet Witch, you guys recently did like the uh, collaboration with the Central. I thought maybe it was like something like that you collaborated with them on or maybe i even thought maybe there was a possibility that it was just like you with like alex or something in in the studio but that's that's awesome i uh i had no idea yeah Yeah. speaking of samples i had i was gonna ask you because um on trap soul and then on the love tape as well it's pretty uh pretty heavily sample based and um I was wondering, because I understand that you probably just had to keep track and or search out all the different Corey uh, samples yeah. where they say Corey and stuff. But with the love tape, since it's maybe a little less daunting because it's a little shorter, I believe. Um, yeah. Did you did you like just keep track of things that you heard while you were listening to things or watching things? And then when the time came, you just collected all those samples and then used them or i guess i was just wondering about your process yeah and that, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want no, to but okay. i guess you do like do it not, seems like do you not must listen have... eric you can <laughs> talk about the story i'm all about people protecting their creative outlet their creative um character or persona and their process if someone said to me i really don't want to talk about how i make my art i would i would probably almost appreciate that answer more than someone actually answering me. (laughs) But I just wondered if you collect up. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I don't mind answering. Uh, Okay. Yeah. I told you he had to do it. I was aware of several (laughs) just like shows that I knew there were characters named Corey and whatnot. And then, Mm -hmm. so that in in itself, I just really searched, you know, searched out a couple episodes of each show and was able to find a pretty abundant amount of material. Mm-hmm. And then a couple things I probably just stumbled upon, you know, I, I knew of like a celebrity named Corey and then we look up like some, you know, old show they were on or something or like a right. old, uh, like an interview type show or something just to see if I can get a little clip of someone referring to them by their name. Or... Right. It, yeah. So the same thing <laughs> with Molly coming up on the love tape then too, I, probably. Right? Uh, actually, that was, I don't know if you saw the, did you just listen to the audio version or did you watch the video version? Oh, I just listened to the audio Okay, there's an accompanying <laughs> video version uh, okay. that might give you a glimpse of insight into that, but oh, nice. I actually just br- really 
quickly chopped in the name Molly from this guy okay. like talking about like the drug Molly. Like some oh, okay. <laughs> and the voice just like sounds so self-fluid with the other one that it just fit really well. That's awesome. <laughs> so, and yeah, I think, I, I think uh, she only gets mentioned on that once by name. Right, yeah. I really enjoyed that, though. And I, I got to say that um, I thought it was really sweet. Um, I thought it was a really sweet thing to do for um, someone that you care about. And I, I feel like as artists, and especially in the world we live in, like we're not supposed to be so open and quaint and dear about our feelings. And um, so I just, I just wanted to say, I thought that was really cool to like make something for someone and then let everyone else in on it too, with, you Thank know, you. without holding back at all. It didn't seem like anyway, it seemed really cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, thank you. I'm glad you came across it and listened yeah. to it. Uh, I appreciate your thoughts on it. That kind of brings up an interesting point, though, Eric, and this, mm-hmm. I guess this could be a, a, a question for both of you. Uh, do you guys think that that you just mentioned about how, uh, you know, in the in the world that we kind of grew up in or whatever, um, that, uh, you know, you're not really supposed to express your feelings, but don't you kind of feel like the pendulum is kind of swinging a little bit that people are now opening up a lot more because a lot of the... Uh, social justice issues that have been kind of brought to the table a little bit more and being exposed in the, uh, well, not exposed, but just being brought up in the um, uh, sort of, I guess, mainstream conversation without really, you know, a lack of a better term. Yeah, go for it, Corey. Um, I mean, I think things have certainly gotten better in those terms where it's not as shunned from especially males maybe to express their feelings or whatever in such a way. But, um, I don't know within the artistic realm, that's, I don't know, something that obviously all of us have dealt with, you know, putting out our feelings over the years. And I don't know. So it can be perceived by certain people as a, (laughs) a weakness, obviously, and always has been, but yeah, I don't know. I could, I could see it overall culturally being slightly more acceptable well yeah, yeah. I, I just i definitely see like uh I'm sorry to interrupt there Corey. um but i definitely do see like uh it seems to me like people are just um able to like you know um kind of like come out with their feelings a little bit a little bit better now you know and i i'm not sure like i just i've kind of noticed that in the last few years uh yeah so I, I don't know. That just brought up an interesting thought in my mind. I think the expectations are a little um, different, not necessarily in the expectations of what people put out, but the expectations of what you're not supposed to put out or how you're supposed to express yourself. I think I feel like that has just come from, yeah, maybe normalizing um, certain aspects of, uh, I don't know how to say it, I guess just, being a human being and and being okay with it, you know, like, or expressing that you don't, like, you don't, you know, like, uh, body autonomy and just not necessarily adhering to, uh, the gender roles, even as a a writer, you know, I think you can take on, you know, all kinds of feelings and explore them. And I do think all that's been, um, a little more acceptable for sure. Um, but, you know, one of my biggest influences ever is Roy Orbison. So 
when I was a kid and I saw Roy Orbison, I was like, whoa, this guy's like basically crying on TV and it's yeah. somehow kind of cool and and somehow emotionally strong. And I think that just kind of personally affected me a lot. And I've always appreciated it from artists. So, Yeah, it's kind yeah. of interesting how there's actually like, I mean, we were kind of talking about this and I've had this kind of conversation with some of my friends. Um, I think a few episodes back where like, it's, it's kind of interesting how like uh, there's a, bu- there, there's sort of this um, idea of like, you know, or you know, was or whatever that, you know, masculinity is kind of like where it's at. But then like, I don't know, like I, I think we mentioned corn before and how, uh, if you actually like sort of like listen to like the lyrics to like a band like that, it's actually very vulnerable, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they're actually like, I mean, Jonathan Davis is crying at the end of the album, you know what I mean? And like, but yet there's still this like weird association with like, that is like, you know, sort of like, uh, I'm bringing out my masculinity by like listening to that band or whatever, or not even, not just corn, but just artist in general, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's a tough one. It's a, it's tough to know uh, how things affect you, how they're supposed to affect you. And I don't know. I think, I think the further we get away from it being even something that someone would notice, I think that we're doing better, you know, and I could say that for everything. Like the further we get away from things, uh, being definitive or defining what someone is supposed to do, the better off we're going to be, you know, <laughs> just like make art and be who you are, you know? Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. 100%. Sorry to go off on yeah. a tangent. There. Sorry. This isn't an interview with me, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Here's Thank what you, I Eric. think. No, sorry. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> oh, geez. So, um, what other upcoming projects yet coming up here, Corey? Uh, I mean, I know you're quite busy with the uh, animated music videos. I always see you posting on the um, uh, social medias, um, and also I know that Closet Witch has some stuff coming up and whatnot. Uh, what other things can we look forward to? Um, so right now I'm just really, I just finished up a video for Nequiant, the metal band from Chicago. So pretty stoked on that. I'm not sure when that's going to be released, but, uh, now I'm just going to like plunge into working on a closet, which video or two animation wise, and just kind of like take my time messing around with that. And, uh, I'm also working on like a, a sign for the wild thing downtown. And oh, cool. They're changing to, they're named at Meg's. Which, yeah. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, and she's asked me to like design a sign for her and stuff. Uh, so that'll be quite interesting. And I look forward to seeing how that turns out. Cool. But, cool. Uh, as far as other projects, not really much. Just that, but I'm sure I'll start plunging into some other random crap soon. Sure. By the way, those stills that you sent, yeah. uh, along with the track, uh, those were sick, man. Thank you so much. I'm excited Freaking to awesome. see that. Yeah. yeah. Mom, you actually got me a like a digital drawing pad recently oh or a couple months ago so that's greatly increased my productivity as far as animation stuff goes so i'm super stoked on that sweet yeah um how do you continually uh you know get inspired with your artwork lately with everything kind of going on or you know around i guess like there's definitely 
hope in the world now, but how do you continue to be inspired and everything, Corey? Uh, like, I mean, I've, I've just been doing the kind of the same stuff for a long time and it's just always kind of kept me moving forward. So it's really the only thing that I <laughs> look forward to aside from, you know, people in my life that I like and whatnot. And, sure. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, just working with people who randomly pop up and want me to, to do something with them or, uh. I just, I don't know, I just always want to keep moving. It just gives me excitement to have something to work on, and I just always enjoy creating art, so. Doesn't, I don't know, it's, I don't really have to look really for inspiration so much. It's just, like, even if it isn't the most great thing that comes out, I'm still doing something. <laughs> yeah. Right, just naturally comes to you. I guess, somewhat. I mean, I, I definitely go through periods, for sure, where I just don't do anything for a long period of time, but I also tend to go in spurts where I try to do a lot sure i try to you know come up with a new project that'll keep keep me busy sure that's awesome man Corey peak master of everything <laughs> I, I really enjoyed seeing all your um new uh i don't know what you would say marketing products or um i don't know how to put that like you had a lot of uh pillows and throws and things i saw I, on oh yes <laughs> yeah i totally i totally oh, forgot that was really that. cool yes. and um oh, like a giant tapestry yeah is that so is that something uh, you printed or painted or so there's this uh website society six that you can just uh, you go through some process i don't remember what exactly it was but um so you can people can order products with your stuff on it and i've just ordered a few of my own products just and nice. to like sell them at the the space and just to like have uh decoration and whatnot so because you guys have space um, in Muscatine. Uh, what's the name of the... It's like an antique store, right? Yeah, it's called The Wild Thing currently. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And that's pretty big, right? Is not is that the place with the basement? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like pretty oh much God. three floors of just like... I've that. only been there once, and it's amazing. Like, yeah. I spent probably two hours there. It was so cool. <clears throat> Did you look through the vinyl records while you were there, Eric? No, I don't really collect much vinyl. All I collect is like 60s and 70s electronic noise and thrash mm. metal. Like you don't <laughs> collect the, the vinyl, 80s. you just collect the noise? Yeah, like when just it comes the noise. You, you just grab it? Yeah. <laughs> no, so like my record finding in the wild is pretty limited. Like it sure. just doesn't happen very often. But sure. no, I was looking at just other antiques and I think they had clothes even in one of the rooms. It was a really nice place. They yeah. got all kinds of stuff. There's this uh, weirdo who has a bunch of like crazy art. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't know his name, <laughs> but uh, he also has the, he's selling cassette tapes. Oh, you know who that, any, hmm. either of you guys know who that might be. You mean there's a rival to Sass Bo? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did you just say Sass Bo? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, Sass Bo. Maybe that's the rival. Sass Bo. Yeah. Um, Sass Bo. Oh. <laughs> I like that. That that sounds kind of mean. Like, oh, you're not going to mess with Sass Bo, are you? <laughs> uh, anyway. Like a, um, like a Popeye episode. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. Uh, yeah, Sass Bo. You're like smoking a pipe. <laughs> Putting like spinach. I've been actually watching. Like, uh, sorry, I'm gonna go off on a tangent, but uh, again, but um, 
I've actually been watching those uh, old like cartoons like super late at night because I have insomnia, um, <laughs> apparently. And uh, there's something interesting about watching like Looney Tunes late at night uh, as opposed to like during the day or like growing up when you were a kid. That's really different. At, le- at least to me anyway. When you're like up deprived of sleep. <laughs> yeah, maybe that has something to do with it. Like, things start popping out of the screen and whatnot. It's a totally different experience. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Sleep definitely change things. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. No, uh, but uh, I just wanted to say that I actually, uh, you mentioned Popeye, and it just made me think of that. (laughs) So. That show's pretty (laughs) crazy sometimes. Popeye? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All those old cartoons are crazy, man. Like, it always makes me laugh when they say things like, talk about how violent and satanic everything is today, but it's like, look at, like, Looney Tunes. Like, any episode, somebody's dying or falling off a cliff all the time. <laughs> Just, like, it's it's crazy. Or somebody's getting shot with a gun all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Satan's been <laughs> running with us for a long time. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it's not just a new concept, people. <laughs> anyway. That's true. Satan's pretty old. <laughs> he's, he's getting up there in age. <laughs> he's not uh, looking so great. No, that's true. It's really starting to kind of worry me. Uh, but anyway. Oh, this is an interview, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So uh, yeah, we can't just talk about Popeye for the entire time. I mean, well, unless I, Corey I, wants to, it's yeah, interview. It's, whatever you want. No, your guest. He gave us permission, Eric. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll leave it up to you guys. Okay. Uh, hey, Corey. Uh, so, Popeye heads. <laughs> oh, dude, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, uh, heads, Popeye, tails, Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> those are your two choices um so cory uh you've listened to you know some of this podcast right yeah a uh, little bit not as much as i would have liked to i listened to the sean reed episode hmm. i listened to uh the one where you reviewed the brooke strauss record the one where you uh reviewed my record okay so you know that we talk a lot about records yes so, and I've had this conversation with you a hundred times before, but we all know that it changes. And usually I ask like, you know, Hey, what are some records that have influenced you over the years or top three favorite records? And I just kind of thought those are kind of really difficult questions to answer. So I don't know. I was just thinking, um, what are some records that, or artists, you don't even have to list records. Just what are, what's some stuff you're into right now? Oh, right now, right now. Hmm. Let's see. I've been watching Batman the Animated Series quite a bit. Oh, the old one from the yeah. 90s? Yeah. That is one of the best animated series ever. Have you ever watched that, Eric? Nope. I guess I should, huh? Wow. <laughs> so last week it was Wayne's World. This week it's Batman the Animated Series. You'd be surprised. I, I don't like things i mean hello can you hear who what me (laughs) yeah you 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 guys just cut out there sorry oh (laughs) Uh, at least on my end anyway did did it cut out for you guys 
I don't know. I was talking. <laughs> so I didn't okay. cut out from myself. Okay, you didn't cut out. Did you hear it cut out at all, Corey? Or... I think I could hear you guys the whole time. <laughs> okay, so it was just me. So just clearly this is the issue. universe saying, shut up, Dan. <laughs> okay, go on, Eric. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I don't need to go on. <laughs> go oh, on, okay. Corey. We're just passing it now. <laughs> You're passing it to work. All right, so sadly, okay. I haven't really been listening to a lot of music or records. I haven't really listened to records themselves for some time sadly sure sure but, uh, um, okay well what are what are some other things then uh that you're into what uh, any any form of media whether it's books tv whatever uh i've saw i've seen a couple good movies recently embrace of the serpent was pretty good that was like a 2015 black and white movie uh i think like a brazilian movie possibly um never heard of that one some, uh uh shoot i don't know man just watching stupid junk tv shows and like walking around outside a lot and working on animation yeah. really and I've, i see a lot of your posts about being outside that's awesome a lot yeah, of yeah. Uh, vegetation and everything yeah it's very so nice to go do outside. you where do you go in muscatine do you go on trails or do you I go then quite a lot, quite a lot. Oh, cool! And then, like, just more so recently, just like wandering off trail in just any random spot, hmm. just like lurking through the woods slowly and just checking out everything that's going on. Nice. Yeah, yeah Wildcat you... Den's great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, Wildcat Den is like honestly like I feel to me it feels like it's like the best park ever. Although I know there's better parks in the country, but you know. When you're there, it's just like it doesn't feel like there's any place better than that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I just discovered, like, huge areas of it within the last couple of years that I didn't know existed, and I've been going there just for, like, years, you know? Mm-hmm. Isn't it amazing? Like, just, I mean, like, Muscatine, I mean, and this is true of, like, any small town, but we grow up in these small areas where you just, you think that there's nothing good in the town, like, for the whole like first, I don't know, 20 years or whatever of your life, you know? And then you, you go back and you discover there's all these amazing things you didn't even know about in that town, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not, I'm making it sound a lot more amazing than it actually is, but there, there are those moments, you know what I mean? Where you're, you're like, I had no idea this was here and this has been here the whole time, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. New something. areas of Wildcat Den, you know, like, I, I'm sure there's, I haven't even come close to like exploring that entire area. I'm sure myself, you know? Yeah. I'm sure there are just dozens of parks just in, you know, right around the area that I've never heard of or, you know, that are just like, just awesome to walk around, but you just mm-hmm. don't really know unless you take the time to really seek them out and just go out and check it out. Yeah. It's stuff like that, that just makes you realize that it's not always bad being in a small town, you know? Like there's, there's always something that can make it, make it better. And just like being able to go out in a place like a park and just breathe. Sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. Especially on a day like today. Pretty nice day. Yeah, for sure. So Uh, Corey, do you uh, hunt mushrooms as well? (laughs) I do a bit. bit. Uh, Okay. More so, so out of just like curiosity, but yeah. I'm aware of a few edible varieties, and I'm always on the lookout nice. for those. But yeah, I'm I just, just I just noticed enjoy. a lot of photos that 
you take of mushrooms, so I didn't know if they was, were edible or if you just, like, notice them and shoot a picture, so. Yeah, I'm just, like, fascinated by them, and they're always changing, yeah. and, uh, you know, I like to see if I can identify them later in a book or whatever. Nice. Yeah, I... City, oh, mainly. Oh, also, speaking of mushrooms, Dan. Uh, yes. The Siphonophore, the title of that, that one album that I did. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, that's actually a deep sea creature, a siphonophore. Oh, really? Yeah. You should check those out sometime <laughs> on Google. You know what? I think I might have actually, because I think, I think you already, to- I think you told me this when it first dropped, because okay. that's that's like a year old, right, or something like that. Uh, roughly. And, okay, and and I think I actually might have che- uh, checked them out. Uh, but I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna Google them again. I love deep sea creatures. Cool. I remember you mentioning like you thought it was a mushroom term. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought at first. But yeah, yeah, very interesting. And the only reason why was exactly what Eric said. I was, I, I saw that you and Molly were going out and picking mushrooms a lot, or at least it appeared that way. Yeah. So that's kind of what I figured. Do you um ever get like scared, like if you? <laughs> Cause I know I, I remember you saw like you pick, I remember you picking one like last year and posting it on Facebook and you kind of, you were sort of like, eh, I'm not sure if it's, you know, if this is okay to eat, you know, because it looked a lot like another like kind or whatever, yeah. but I think you took the chance on it anyway. And it ended up being delicious. I think you said, mm. or something like that. Uh, you ever get like kind of worried when you pick like mushrooms? Like, uh, I'm I'm not really sure because I know that there's like some, some, supposedly some really deadly ones out there. Mm. Yeah, uh, not too much, just because I make pretty pretty sure that I I know what I'm eating before I eat it. But and I don't just eat a bunch of really random ones. <laughs> I, I stick to a couple varieties that are like very easily identifiable. So go out and just eat some of those this- berries. What's that? Go out and eat some of those magic berries. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Corey, if you don't mind, I might ask you about some music. <laughs> oh, feel free. Or, I mean, we can keep talking about mushrooms. It's cool. Yeah, totally. Um, no, I was just going to ask you, because um, I recently have been working on things a little more, like, just on my own without a band. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, personally... Because the last couple records of yours, I would assume that you did your just like just yourself, right? Just by yeah. yourself. Yeah. Do you do you enjoy that as much as playing with a band, or do you think it it feels limiting, or do you think you or do you feel more like free because you don't have to really clear anything with everyone? I was just wondering if compared to working with a band, how does working alone feel to you? Um. So it's definitely, you know, two different worlds, major, big time. Uh, I do enjoy, like, for what I do, like, a lot of the sample-based stuff and all that, um, I do definitely enjoy doing my own thing, because I very, like, fly by the seat of my pants and just do whatever I want, and I don't, a lot of things I don't put a lot of thought or planning or care into or whatever, you know, I'm not too, too precise about anything, so it's good to not have anyone else, like, clashing with that. Um, but at the same time, uh, and I think that's kind of why I started doing stuff on my own a long time ago is just like lack of enough people that you could really get together with and, you know, rely on and 
do something consistent or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of magic and power in playing with people and having a live band and, and things like that. So uh, definitely, both are certainly enjoyable to me. But I don't yeah. when I make music by myself. I'm not like wishing in any way. Like oh man, I really wish I had like a a team of people to to do this with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. And it's a majorly like self-expressive kind of thing when I do it too. So it's right. it gets weird a lot of the times when you involve others with that kind of thing, depending on how how much of a team effort it is or whatever you know. <laughs> For sure, it's hard to invite people into literally into your head. So yeah, yeah. Well, I guess figuratively into your head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be really interesting. I'm a little liberal with the the use of literally. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I can totally relate with that answer, like Corey. I mean, that's probably exactly how I would feel, uh, you know, about doing like solo work versus a full band. Yeah. That was a great great question, by the way, Eric. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I just. I was just wondering because I felt like when I was working and when I do work on stuff here, it's cool because I have absolute freedom, but also it's like, um, it, it's, it's hard to work in a vacuum too. Like yeah. you might think like, Oh, this idea kind of sucks, but it's awesome. But I actually don't know if it, if it's good, you know? And so I think you have to almost give up on that idea of, are other people going to like this, you know? And so I just thought maybe Corey felt that way too. So it, I, I, yeah, I like working with people too. And it's really fun to bounce ideas off of people. And I think it always goes further. And honestly, if you're working with people where it doesn't go further, because you're working together, you probably don't need them. But uh, anyway, (laughs) I just think that, that, yeah, definitely both, have their pros and cons for sure so yeah yeah uh do you have any new uh releases coming out on sass baloney that uh you're not i guess involved with musically like outside of closet witch or you know the your solo releases um we're gonna do a reprint of the dryad tape so another hundred copies of that oh sick Uh, but other than that not really at the moment just haven't really been thinking about that too much and nothing's really come up so just kind of laying dormant at the moment well and i'm sure like with that oh, oh sorry Go I on, say aside from that repress oh okay um i was just gonna say i'm sure like everyone else who you know <clears throat> does art uh you know covid probably had quite an effect on the decisions with sass baloney i assume oh uh, not really to be honest it, that's kind of just been I don't know. It started so long ago, and I've kind of probably had my heyday of passionate drive towards that project. Ah, and gotcha. I probably still have little sparks of activity, but I mean, I'm not in any way like trying to drive that thing. At, at I mean, it's just not something I'm really focused on or or have the drive. Sure. Or, sure. Or the money to do. Frankly, I'd rather spend my money on other things and sure. other that I'm interested in than, than trying to put out music at this time, frankly. Yeah, uh, totally understandable there. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, you've been doing Sass Baloney for so long, and I know that 
you know, you you were definitely at one time a lot more prolific than you are now, for sure. Um, I just so don't you... have the the drive really to like sell a product, and frankly, like it's just I don't, you know, it's it's difficult for me to try to sell like a hundred tapes of of someone else's band mm-hmm. when I, I you know don't even really have the desire to like push my own music that that hard sure. or anything. You know what Do I mean? Do you think that has anything to do at all, just out of curiosity, with, I, you know, I know obviously Sass Baloney wasn't like a big part of the quote-unquote music industry, but just like the way that music is sort of being consumed now versus when you started. Because it's amazing when you, even like 2005, uh, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but in 2005, I mean, CDs were still kind of considered, if I remember correctly, they were still kind of considered the main music physical format that people bought and listened to. you know what i mean like is there any of that that sort of maybe like affected your drive at all or do you think that it was just kind of more of a personal sort of situation uh, probably personal because i mean there are plenty of booming labels you know that are you know sell plenty of tapes and records these days um like on a regular basis so and uh, even you know diy small labels and whatnot sure um I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you've never really been too concerned about, like, you know, with that kind of stuff, I guess. Yeah, I always kind of, with Sass Baloney, too, it was just I put out whatever I really liked. So I I didn't really, maybe when I was young, I had, like, high hopes of everyone, like, loving it, too, and, you know, buying all these copies. But over time, I realized that's just not really how it works. And Sure. It's kind of. Yeah, I've always just consistently done that, put out what I like or whatever, you know, maybe a friend approached me about or something. So it just never was that type of thing where I was trying to move units or whatever. So it's just at a point where it's like not cost effective and I'm not really upset about that (laughs) or anything. So it it is what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's like I, I think it's pretty safe to say that like all three of us being involved in sort of this you know, regional music scene, uh, at different times and different ways and whatnot. Uh, none of us were really doing music for like exposure or money, <laughs> you know, yeah, for sure. <laughs> if we were, we failed. No, <laughs> we didn't fail. <laughs> no, no, we succeeded just not in the way that, um, you know, David Geffen would want us to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Wait, who's David Geffen? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I am joking that time. I, so, I <laughs> um, Corey, I was going to ask you about JWLW. The yeah. last episode came out a little while ago. How often does that? do you put one of those out? Uh, so I just started it last year, and then I just kind of released them whenever I finished them. Mm-hmm. This year I was going to try to do like maybe one every four months. Mm-hmm. which that probably won't happen in April, but I might, <laughs> that might be one of the next random product projects that I pick up. I kind of, I've, cool. I've been collecting tracks, but I haven't been working on anything else. So, you know, maybe nice. that might come out in the next couple of months, hopefully, and I'll stick to some sort of regular schedule with that. But uh, yeah, we'll gotcha. see. It'll be several scattered throughout the year. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. It's a really enjoyable thing. I really like how it's put together. Um, Thank you. And it's, it's really smart too to, to, put it together in a way where you're doing um you're responding to yourself i think that's really uh would probably be really fun to work on and i wonder if 
if you don't mind, again, me asking a process question, do you sort of have an idea of uh, what you're going to say and how you're going to respond when you read, when you respond or do you kind of let it naturally happen? I guess I'm asking if you have a script. And yeah. Uh, not real. No, I have like maybe a few, like I'll listen to the tracks and maybe have a general idea of what I might say about them. And I try to include information about them and things like that. So there's some ground I try to cover or whatever, but right. um, that's like one of those things I would like to put more time into in the, in the future. And I'm sure it would turn out a bit more clever. Um, but as stated earlier, I kind of just, tend to throw things together and put them out. Um, well, I mean, you have to think my about... Cat is, my cat is scratching the door, so I'm just... Oh. <laughs> hey, Ferdy. But um, anyway, so, yeah, I don't... Do, usually, for them, I just I will sit down with the mic and just, like, start talking. I'll play the track, and then I'll talk about it. And if it goes horribly, I'll do it again, but that's pretty much the gist of it. I'll just, like, talk through it once. Gotcha. Right. Uh, with the other dude that responds... Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you'll notice the other one hasn't hasn't spoke at all yet. Just uses the sampler, but the, right. the one that does respond barely has said anything. So I would yeah. like to spend more time in the future and maybe come up with some more dialogue. But yeah, but yeah I spend so much time with the animation and other stuff, and right. it's I'm so scatterbrained that I'm just like, okay, throw it together. Here we go. Okay, it's done. Well, and you also have to you also have to ride that line between how much work you're going to put into it versus how much enjoyment you have working on it. Yeah. Like, you may not enjoy it as much if you break it down and work out every little kink and really over work the whole thing. You know, it may not, it may not be enjoyable to work on and it weirdly might not be enjoyable to, to listen to or watch. You never yeah, know. Yeah. Like if something's working, you, you know, just, I don't know. I think it's for me personally, it's really easy for me to overwork things until I'm like, I don't even like this anymore. Like, is anyone else going to like this? You know, it's kind of better to just go for it and let it be a little more raw and still have some feeling in it. You know, that's my take anyway. Cool. Thank you. Well, maybe I'll take that advice and just <laughs> need to pr- produce it the way it is. Yeah. yeah because, I love um, it the way it is. Because if it goes horribly on this podcast, we don't correct it. We just put it out. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. It never goes horrible on this podcast. Oops. <laughs> Oops. I think it might have just gone horrible. I think I did a horrible thing. Oh, geez. The, um, yeah, yeah sometimes a joke works. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it does. Other times it just, you fall flat on your face. Oof. <laughs> Boy, that was a tough one. oh man anyway so um i killed that conversation um sorry guys uh so um anything else that you know uh you want to talk about or anything eric or Corey or um hmm let me think Corey should go ahead while i think (laughs) can't say that there's anything pressing that I want to get off my mind. Oh, oh, I actually, I just now looked down at my notes and I actually remembered something that I did want to talk with you about. Um, so what, um, just out of curiosity, cause you know, Sass Baloney of course has been, you know, uh, pretty instrumental in putting out a lot of hip hop and 
things like that. And of course you're into sample based music and creating it and whatnot. Um, were, would you say that you were into like, just out of curiosity, were you into like rap music before punk and metal and hardcore DIY type stuff? Uh, yes, I would say that. Um, okay. I'd, I'd say first I probably, well, okay. So it wouldn't be hardcore punk really, but I heard like, you know, alternative and like, like maybe radio esque metal maybe before or at the same time as a lot of rap. So probably, it was probably all, honestly a pretty, a pretty similar time that I, I heard and got into, well, both of those, but then punk, punk and hardcore came a little bit later. Cool. Cool. Uh, the reason why I was asking you that actually is because I know that we've had conversations about like, you know, the rap we're into, you know, like I have that conversation with a lot of people and, um, uh, Eric too, actually, we've talked a little bit about that, but, um, I don't think I've ever asked you that. And I, I always kind of assumed that that was the case. I, I don't know why, but thanks for confirming that. Yeah. And then that, that probably plays a part in why you decided to eventually put out some hip hop, like on the label, right? Probably. Yeah. I think like, Ever since I kind of probably first heard hip hop, I've always just kind of had a thing for it and been into it. So it just never left. And then when I got into like more DIY stuff, it was just like, oh yeah, I'm going to put out like whatever. So like I'm not just into like DIY punk sound, you know, sure. if people are doing independent hip hop, like definitely into putting that out as well. It's amazing how much there is out there too, you know? Yeah. Once you start actually like looking, it's really thriving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of good. I was introduced to a lot of really good producers slash beat makers and stuff that I still like follow this today through like back in MySpace days and whatnot. Oh yeah, MySpace was definitely like a. That was just a haven for. I mean, I remember MySpace. It just seemed so artist friendly at the time, you know. Yeah, but my love for hip-hop goes prior to that. Yeah, way before that, but I'm just saying, like, MySpace, it was a great vehicle to just connect with them. You know what I mean? Not in relation to that, for my comment to be, but yeah, 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 for sure. Sure, sure. So, Corey, I was wondering, I'm sorry, I was just wondering, because I assumed when I listened to at least the last couple things you put out that the influence there was a little more like from cut up stuff like um like negative land or something like that so would you say that that how you assemble those things is it a little more influenced by hip-hop than it would be like traditional that's a funny term but traditional kind of experimental cut up collage sound it's it's definitely inspired by both oh okay for sure um yeah, I just, I don't know, many, oh, I don't think I heard what you said, sorry, no, yeah, you cut out again, I think, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, no, that's okay, it's not your fault, <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I'd say as far as, like, production goes, it's, like, highly inspired by, like, Mad Lib, Doom, stuff like that, um, but, yeah, ever since I was, like, aware of like plunder phonics and different mm-hmm. 
like I'm de- I'm definitely into different any any type of sample driven genre I'm I have like a fascination with um nice. so it's certainly inspired by by all that different kind of stuff cool yeah that definitely hear that for sure um all right so uh anyway I think uh yeah we're about reaching the hour long mark here um so I think uh we're probably going to wrap it up here because we're trying to make this podcast somewhere between like the hour to an hour and a 15 minute mark. Uh, but we always go off on these tangents, mostly because of me. Yeah. Um, Corey, would like, you like to go off on a tangent? Yeah. Would you like, yeah, Corey, that's <laughs> anything question. you want. Let go. <laughs> Start rambling. About my, my interest in tangents, which is zero. <laughs> Your interest in tangents is zero. Yes, <laughs> you can go off about that. Yeah, there you go. Talk about tangents that you don't want to go off on. Oh yeah, which would be all of them. Um, but uh, anyway, um, so folks, that was uh, Corey Peak. Did you have anything else that you wanted to uh, talk to Corey about, uh, Eric, before uh, we uh, cut this I, off? I think we're good. Okay. Um, Corey, do you have any famous last words? Uh, No, I don't believe so, but just thanks for continuing to be interested in the stuff I do and having kind things to say about it and having my awkward ass on your (laughs) podcast. Thanks for giving us another chance. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, For those of you who don't know, which is all of you, except us three, um, Corey technically was the first guest on our show. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Sean, we're going to have to bump you to set. No, just kidding. Um, But uh, yeah, we uh, attempted to do a show and then uh, that was before I really figured out a lot of things Uh, like, you know, (laughs) for example, how to record three people. What's that? Don't jinx it. (laughs) Uh, That's true. That's true. But, um, Anyway, so Corey is now our second guest. <laughs> and um, I, yeah, I think this actually went really smoothly. Thank yeah. you very much, Corey. Yeah, oh, my pleasure. It's always nice to talk to you guys. Um, I definitely admire what both of you do musically and you're just, and what you do with the podcast. It's awesome. So, uh, yeah, doing it. Well, uh, we definitely admire uh, what you do as well. And, Thank you. I cannot for... wait to see Closet Witch again. So. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got any, is there, like, I'm assuming you probably don't really have any, like, shows or anything like that. I don't know. I keep kind of hearing that shows are happening again and whatnot. Have you heard any anything on that front, Corey? I mean, I've seen a few random things being booked here and there, but. Um, I don't know. We're pretty much just like on hold until like things really start to happen again. We right. Come the gun or anything, and um, we're just yeah, we're we're not really even ready to play yet anyway. So no, yeah. I I mean I don't know. I would find it really difficult to want to jump right back into that because it's just you know I I just think that you know it would be just uh, raining uncertainty you know like you just never know like at this point so i think that's smart yeah, sure you know it's it's crazy but 
it's it's unfortunate because I'm getting pretty impatient. I, I would like to go see a couple of shows, but yeah. what are you gonna do? You go see Corey Taylor uh, at the Rust Belt this fall in uh, Rock Island. Mm-hmm. Who? Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Oh, really? He's playing yeah. at the Rust Belt. Uh, it's called that's... the like, MFCT tour, tour. Motherfucking Corey Taylor. That's what it's called, motherfucking Corey Taylor. Holy shit! I think so. So, are you officially gonna be motherfucking Corey Peak? Corey Peak. Now? <laughs> I'll just say I'm working on Trap Soul Part Two. Very nice. Oh, those are gonna be MFCP, <laughs> dude. That's we need some Iowa beef, man. For yeah, real. definitely. Yeah, yeah. The two Corys. <laughs> but if you think the Corys beef, the Corys beef. <laughs> Love yeah. it. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, well, we're going to make that happen, Corey. I'm sorry. It's, All right. it's out of your hands. <laughs> he, sounds, he sounds so like, enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. You, you can get away with more in this in this beef. I'm sure uh, the other motherfucking Corey has uh, way more priors than you. So. <laughs> <laughs> You think so. he's going to play all of his hits? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. I think it would be really awesome if <laughs> this beef you... isn't taken off very well. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. See ya. <laughs> Corey, for real, though. Thank What's you. no part of it? Yeah, he's just Sorry, like, I started. I started shit, and then I just failed on it. He's just like, grill it up and eat it. <laughs> oh. Who was it that uh, there was that line from that movie Drumline? <laughs> where I don't know it. Orlando Jones says that to the two. Nick Cannon is one of the mm. one of the guys, and he's like rivaling uh, like his drum teacher, and he's like uh, the the main dude, Orlando Jones. He's like, if you two got beef, you better grill it up and eat it. Dang. And he like well, like he's talking to his band students about grilling up and eating beef. We're gonna have to keep that in mind when this thing gets a little out of hand. Yeah, exactly. Orlando Jones said it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know who Orlando Jones is, right? Oh yeah, Mad uh, TV. Right? Wasn't he in Mad TV? Or yeah, no? he was on Mad TV, and he also like what I remember him from was the "Make Seven Up Yours" commercials. Oh yeah. Yeah, those were always funny. I always thought they were great. But then I looked them up on YouTube, and I realized they really weren't. Like, there was something about me being the age that I was that found it funny. Hey, do you guys remember Zatarans having a commercial that went, Zatarans? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. 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 I can't yeah. find that shit anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. That's... Did, you, did you think you are having a Mandela effect deal? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's that's one thing I do find myself doing a lot of though is like watching these compilations of like old like eighties. There's actually like on YouTube they actually have like the first like I think like eight hours or something of MTV. Like oh, yeah. you know, like starting with like video killed the radio star and then I don't remember what the second video was on MTV. <laughs> Nobody. I actually yeah, no one well, does. I had it memorized that second one. Second place is first loser. <laughs> it's not number one uh, there's no there's no t or m and 
MTV you te- don't, team. You don't. There's no MTV and team. That's what I'm trying to say. There's no MTV and team. <laughs> you know, it, I guess that it doesn't <laughs> even stand for music television anymore, like literally. Oh. Like, from what I understand, they just, it's called MTV, and like, they no longer want you to refer to it as music television. <laughs> it stands for motherfucking TV. Motherfucking <laughs> TV, dude. <laughs> so it's like MFTV now. <laughs> yep. Gotcha. All Boy. Corey Taylor all the time. <laughs> all Corey Taylor. But you got to say it in, that, in those, that voice, Eric. All Corey Taylor. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> you did it just fine. I don't need to do it. Sounded well, perfect. Corey, you didn't have to go off on a tangent because clearly we did. So thank you for giving us the inspiration, Corey. <laughs> so uh, anyway, folks, if... um. If you're not about ready to throw your uh, device that you're listening to through the window now, uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, you guys are all awesome. Corey, thank you very much for being an awesome, Thanks, awesome guest. My pleasure. For an awesome music podcast guest. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, uh, you can find us on the social medias. Um, let's see. It's still uh, Dan underscore the underscore ruler uh, uh the instagram at and then at old man eerie and then it's just for you it's just simply at cory peak isn't it cory yeah okay and yeah. that's on instagram and you can find us all on um facebook and also uh accelerative thrust officially has facebook and instagram pages also cory i mean he's got all kinds of stuff all over the uh, information superhighway. Yeah. Uh, you guys remember when it was called that? Wait, it's not? Is it still called that? That's <laughs> how I refer to it almost all the time. The information superhighway. You don't, you don't just refer to it as the... <laughs> oh, man, the stinking information superhighway is out again. So we go check the router. That's what I say. So you call the place, and they're like, uh, yeah, my information superhighway went out. Um, exactly. <laughs> start, well, like, ish. getting all angry and everything. But anyway, Corey, he's got all kinds of stuff on Bandcamp. Corey, uh, like Sass Corey Peak. Yes. Peak. Yep, Sass Baloney and the Peaks. And, uh, yeah, just look for all that stuff. It's all great stuff. And Closet Witch. Look at Closet Witch, because... You won't regret it if you do. Uh, so anyway, uh, peace out. Peace. <laughs> you guys all have a good week. And okay, I'm going to stop recording now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Uh,